town you never heard of. Hey everybody, welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. Welcome back to Common Folk. The podcast by the people, for the people. That's right. <laughs> all, That's right. all the things. That's what we are. Nice shirt there. Are they still playing or that's over? That's over. Yep. Uh, Baseball. Yes, the uh, Corn Belt League. Yep, that concluded. Oh, yeah. That, while ago. I think we talked about that. Yep. That's all right. But yep. I'm getting confused because we have friends that still have their kids in baseball. I guess that's like any sport. Right. It's always year-round. It mm-hmm. never ends. Yeah, there's fall leagues everywhere oh, you okay. look now. And, and also um, actual college baseball teams are reporting and starting practices and stuff. Okay. So, like, they're... Spring conditioning is actually that their fall. I was actually even confused last night when we our Joel put on a soccer game and it was boys soccer. I was thinking they played in the spring sports hmm. like college. Well, what? Uh, who was playing? Oh, I can't remember what college it was. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I guess college or whatever. But I mean, Elise, when she played in school, they're playing right now. Yeah, but it was boys, so I always thought they were opposite, but maybe that was high school. Anyways, you know, it's just like, it made me think of sports. Mm-hmm. It never ends. Yeah, it doesn't. Nope. Ever. Now with your, uh, ever, whatever, ever. your off-season leagues and yeah. your AAU stuff, all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's got to be even like more with the, when the weather's nice, like in all these Florida, <laughs> California, you know, all these places where all the, here people have to go inside. Yeah, yeah, that's a big reason why Nebraska loses a lot of really good uh Golf recruits to Texas and Florida because they can golf year round. Same can be said for baseball. Oh, golf would be hard to do you inside. Know, so, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just a leg up. So, but, yeah. You know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, random thoughts. Yeah. So it's uh, Wednesday uh, that we're recording. This will be coming out in a couple of days. What's uh, what was up with the weekend? What's your your weekend recap? Was that the festival this weekend? I mean, time's a blur for me right now. <laughs> Didn't. Uh, Plattsmith have their little yeah I think so uh, yeah harvest yeah. harvest mm-hmm. festival the harvest it's called. festival mm-hmm. yeah they do a good job with that yeah that, that was really cool yeah I think there was a car show and stuff yeah yeah, yeah I just things. heard about the car show show was really cool yep um, but uh, uh, went walked down Main Street there and mm-hmm. stopped in that little gun shop you were talking mm-hmm. about and Gunsmith yep. those dudes yep. those are some cool dudes yeah they got a neat little spot down there yeah and I was just kind of wandering around with Ozzy and then they kind of oh what are you looking for waiting I'm just Killing yeah. time, if I'm being honest with you, you know, yeah. and just checking you out. Um, and he goes, oh, you know, we do more than just, um, you know, work on AR-15s or sell ARs. We we do it all. I'm like, all right, well, I threw this at him. I'm like, well, I, I have trouble keeping up with my British 303. That's a very specific round with a, it's a, it's a World War II rifle mm-hmm. made okay. by the British. Um, and it uses a certain kind of round that's not the easiest thing to come by. He's like, oh, yeah, we have that right over here. And he had a whole bunch of boxes already pre-made. Really? I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I'll be back. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they won me over in about 15 minutes. You've awesome. been there a few times. You like that guy. Uh, I have, yeah. Small town yeah, they gun got, shop. They're doing, a, doing some cool stuff down there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should have him on. Yeah, we, we definitely should. Yeah. We'll oh, that's a good him. idea. Yeah. We actually did a trade, too. Joel had a, a chain. Didn't like it. No, a different store. Oh, that's a different store? <laughs> I thought they sold guns there, too. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Okay. Well, I'm talking yeah. about a different store. Yeah. I've never met, been in that one that you're talking about then. Anyways. Well, well, then you guys were at the golf course all weekend, weren't you? Yeah, so speaking of guns, they had a um, uh, an AR 
platform with a an upper that you buy, a modified upper mm-hmm. that shoots golf balls. <laughs> so, this was at the no joke. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so and I'm I'm looking up their name here. So the the company is called Bravo Zulu Adventure Group. Um, these guys had a tent set up. They were just doing like a fundraiser for their deal. Okay. Um, they're real heavily involved in skydiving. <clears throat> so they're raising money for like a lot of different things they do. They take people out and do things and whatever, mm-hmm. veterans, first responders, nurses, that kind of thing. Um, but they had this AR and I think it was like 10 bucks. You could use that as your tee shot. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm. And it was the real deal. I mean, that thing would shoot, depending on how you aimed it, upwards of 600 yards. Wow. Yeah. And and you could just keep firing it off It was really golf easy. Balls. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you got to load the balls one at a time. Okay, it was a single yeah. shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they run uh, just blank two, two, three rounds. So it's just, you know, it just gets the pressure Pop. from it and yeah. blows the ball out of it. It's pretty oh, neat. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. They did the skydiving, too. And this is really at the cool. page. That's right, yep, at the uh, Corporal Dagan Page Foundation uh, fundraiser tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the second one that they've done, and they're, they're planning on doing it every year. It's getting bigger and bigger, but, yeah, all weekend long out there doing that. You know how they're promoting, you know, do it the day way? Mm-hmm. That sounds like how the day way to tee off. Definitely. The yeah, AR-15. yeah. <laughs> and for people, I guess, who haven't been keeping up or don't know, that's uh, one of the fallen 13 soldiers from the Afghanistan pullout. Um, local boy and his family is running the found, you know, the foundation for, yep. you know, in his memory and his honor. So, uh, yeah, so they get, they get the opportunity to raise a good amount of money this weekend and then mm-hmm. do some pretty cool things with it. Now I was going by Lake Ridge over the weekend. I saw the crowd and I just thought, man, his family does, does such a terrific job keeping mm-hmm. his legacy alive mm-hmm. and building on that and raising f- funds for others, yeah. you know, yep. that are going through it right now. Yep. Pretty cool deal. Yeah. It was fun. It was. We yep. had a good time. Mm-hmm. Yep, good weekend. Good weekend, long weekend. It was. Not you a whole lot of sleep. You smoked a lot of meat. A lot of meat smoking, a lot of beer drinking. Oh, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. That's right? true. That's I was right. hurting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still a little sore Three. today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wait, but sore <laughs> oh, from what? Like your gut? No, I think just from like dehydration and <laughs> standing all day. Yeah, that's true. You, you did out. not. He's not much of a sitter. Yeah. I like to yeah. sit if I can. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I stand all day at work, but you kind of, I guess you do both. You're sitting in the car and then, yeah. anyways, it was a long weekend, but totally worth it and so fun. Say, We're going to yeah. definitely be a part of it next year. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. Yep. And obviously, um, again, for anybody listening, on the Farm Focused website and the Stock and Rod website is the Corporal Dagan Page Foundation merchandise, mm-hmm. the official merchandise. So. If you go to farmfocus.com or stockandrod.com, you can find that, support the family, support the foundation. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff, and we, we make it all right here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to get something good. Do you I see am. his arm? Oh, geez. Smoker accident yeah. there? Yeah, burned, burn. burned myself on the smoker. Literally yeah. left for, what, 10 minutes? We had to run back home to get well, something. Well, we had run. We, we cooked 32 pork shoulders mm. in two different runs. So anybody who smokes anything knows, like, Pork kicks out a lot of fat, mm-hmm. like as it's running. Oh yeah, and we filled the smoker with it. <laughs> uh, and the third morning, which was after two days of pork shoulders, fire up the smoker and it ran its way up that fat and <laughs> caught it on fire. <laughs> totally. Yeah. But when we were not there, when he was <laughs> not attending, the smoker's to it. rolling fire in it. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. 
I go and get a bucket of water, open the lid. I just, I just have to deal with it because mm-hmm. I got to get it out. Mm-hmm. So I open the lid, stick my hand in the fire, get it out. Uh, went out quick, so it was no big deal, but burned me. You're a pro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fine. If I there's mean, anybody there, yeah. It, it's it, looking worse and worse by the day. It's healing. It gets everything gets worse before Ugh, it gets better. Gross. It reminds me of uh, the first summer of all of our me and my buddies all had little. Uh, you know, motorcycles, motocross mm. bikes, you know, mm-hmm. dirt bikes. And every one of us eventually had that mm. on our calf mm. that had the side of the <laughs> the, the muffler. <laughs> I did the same thing when I was a kid. <laughs> it's something you got to go through. Like you just get too close to the no, hot I told, pipe? I've told you a hundred times. I know, Because but... Joel, he rides, and mm. I said, he will do that, what mm-hmm. you're talking about right there, and yeah. then he will quit wearing shorts. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He doesn't listen to me. I keep telling him, you have to wear pants, man. <laughs> And he's gonna he that will happen to him, and then he will wear pants. He is totally the the kid you can tell him, but it's gonna have to happen. That's well, and then he'll it will stick. That's good though. That's how all little boys should be. I think you know, like I have that gumption. Like, no, I'll show you. I can do it. But it's like the muffler thing that's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and you you know you get jolted one way or another, or you sit a certain way, and yeah, you end up burning your calf. Yep. So (laughs) that's all there's to it. I guess I need to prepare myself. We should probably get some burn cream because yeah. that's not the right cream that you uh, keep putting on yours. Happen. It's It'll happened right. to 100% of all. Yep. Yep. Dirt all bike. men. All. Yep. All men have to go through it. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. What are we uh, covering here today? We have a, a lot of things that, you know, on our list that we like to talk about. But one of the ones that seems to be getting <clears throat> more and more steam and we're hearing more and more about is this lab grown meat. Mm-hmm. We did an episode a while ago, and we should look up what the number was so folks can reference it. But uh, I'll look. It was on. Um, it was on these. You know these these meats that are vegetable based, right? Um, vegetable protein based or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and and at the time we chatted a little bit about this idea of there was like this thing with lab grown meat going on. It didn't. It wasn't as big as it is yeah. now. It, they were just leaking out a little information at the time. Yeah. 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 Wait, are you guys talking about real meat versus other meat? Yeah. That was our second episode. That's crazy. So it's number two? Yeah, so it was February 17th, 2022. And, so, yeah. And we actually had a Beyond Burger. I brought mm-hmm. Beyond yes. Burgers, mm-hmm. the Burger King style of it. So that was kind of cool. You know? Yeah, and, and, and not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but to be honest, like, as far as that goes and, and what we're going to talk about today, I think I'd rather eat that. Agree. Yeah. I mean, I'd I'd rather have those vegetable based mm-hmm. whatever all is going on vegetable in there based crap <laughs> than this lab meat but um I, I keep hearing about this lab grown meat thing and i thought it, it's something we need to dig into so um i did some reading i listened to some stories on it i think you did as well mm-hmm. um as far as where we start i guess let's Let's talk a little bit about what this is, maybe. Well, and where I feel a lot of the the craze came from mm-hmm. uh, and how everyone kind of became aware of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my mind, it's from a, a video that went viral on YouTube and Facebook Reels, and it was the prime minister of uh, Israel uh, visiting one of their new companies called Stakeholder Foods, where they were just printing off steaks, burgers, I think he printed off a, a grouper fillet, mm-hmm. and then he ate it, um, and it was just wonderful. And like it was, from a machine that, that yeah. looks like a printer. So it's literally like if I was if I was imagining it. Did you see the video? I have okay, seen yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a like a 
big old 3D printer. Yep. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then these guys just say, okay, hey, Mr. Printer, here's what I want to eat today. And then it somehow makes, I, I don't, yeah, I don't even fancy, really understand how the a, technology works. Right. So there's a fancy kiosk and you just scroll through and pick the food item, the meat food item you want and press it. And then it just starts printing it right away. I know, but what's shoved in there? To actually say and then to pop out the meat. That's what I don't understand. Right. I think that's part of the problem here is that there's okay. there's so many. So one of the things that I listened to said that there's well over 100 different startups in just the U.S. doing this oh and trying gosh. to figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. So you know that um, not, they're not all doing it the same. Uh, when I think of lab-grown meat, w- what just makes logical sense to me is, okay, they've got a, a Petri dish and they have animal cells. Mm-hmm. And they are blasting them with growth hormones and mm-hmm. whatever the other, all the other things are. And it starts growing. And it's literally a piece of muscle that's grown in a lab. Mm-hmm. And there's your meat. So yeah. I, I think of it like that. But I think maybe with some of these other ones, they might be doing other things. Maybe with like this, uh, this vegetable, you know, meat, protein mm-hmm. idea and building it up off of that and some cell growth and who knows what. I mean, that's the problem is who yeah. knows what. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I did a, a lot of digging up on this, and I feel like the more you know or the more you learn, the less likely like, you are to get behind it maybe. The more you so don't want to know. <laughs> I think there's a method to that. And uh, an article that I'm going to reference a lot here um, it was by Joe uh, Fassler of the Financial Review, and it was titled, Lab-Grown Meat Has a Bigger Problem Than the Lab. And that's, so that's where I'm going to be giving a lot of these uh, quotes and statistics from, was from that article. And I'll put that in the link yeah. uh, to this. Um, and they, they, they do just on purpose sidestep some verbiage and some processes um, because they don't feel that people would buy into it <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. as much. So, yeah. um, and what, what, what kind of rubbed me the wrong way with the uh, Prime Minister of Israel at Stakeholder Foods and just how kind of creepy it was to begin with. You know, you're just printing a steak like you'd be printing a, a plastic box or something yeah. from a 3D printer. Um, in his little spiel, he just worked it in there that said, when he was talking to the Prime Minister, the salesman or the rep for a stakeholder said, just, just in one sentence, a normal cow, you'd have to grow up for two years and it would spend that whole two years polluting the world. Uh, this takes no land, no water, no carbon footprint, no emissions. Lie, lie, yeah, it is. lie. I mean, come on. Lie. How can that be? Um, and, uh, you know, proponents of this are saying that there's this new cultured meat. It's called cultured. And once again, there's different names for it. Cultivated meat, cultured meat, cell yeah, these words, cultured yeah. meat. Yeah, you know, so there's different verbiage there. But what they're saying is there'll be no need for animal slaughter, and it significantly is better for environmental benefits. There'll be no greenhouse gas emissions. There'll be no uh, deforestation because we won't need cattle. All these things are just bold-faced lies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're going to still need cattle to extract these cells from. Absolutely. No matter what you do here. The thing is, too, so um, I'll direct folks to a podcast that I listen to on this um, here in a minute when we get around to it. But one of the things that they cited was a uh, – it was some kind of – might even come out of California from one of the universities, a study that showed that the, the energy required to make this meat mm. is far beyond 
the carbon footprint that that or the pollution or whatever oh. that has been assigned to cattle. I didn't even think about that. I didn't but either. I, that's what I would have assumed. Though. That's what I would have yeah. thought. Yeah. So I guess essentially they're saying like all of the electricity <laughs> and all the shit that goes on in these labs that mm-hmm. that needs you know coal burned and right. whatever else to run these right. places is far outpacing a cow burping. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, and and then so then these people went on to talk about so this lady who was being interviewed was challenged on that and she was like, well yeah you know I mean the industry needs innovation and things will get better and you know eventually we'll get better and all that mm-hmm. but but yeah yeah I mean that's what it is now and then you know move on. So one of the primary uh, sticking points for these people is we're trying to reduce the carbon footprint. We are reducing the carbon footprint by lab making meat and mm-hmm. then you don't have to grow this animal mm-hmm. well no you aren't yeah and, and, and actually it's a fact that you aren't <laughs> right yeah and uh you're you're exactly right with your petri dish reference mm-hmm. and that's how it's still done and was done but in order to make enough to be on a large scale to produce food mm-hmm. it needs to be done in like big vats like imagine a brewery like yeah. a big one yeah and that's been done for a long time believe it or not okay uh, companies like Pfizer, Johnson Johnson, they've been having these vats full of cells uh, multiplying, and they use those to make vaccines with. So there, this has been done. Now the churning point, though, is, hey, rather than just using these vats full of cells to make vaccines, let's eat those cells. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. all meat is, right, guys? That's all meat is, right, guys? And I, I think it's kind of curious, like, you're so are they just totally tone deaf like they're referencing Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson and right. making me think that oh now I feel good about it yeah we know <laughs> we we know the general feeling about all that you know so to back up a little bit I want to ask a question cuz you were talking about all these words that that they're using that they're calling <clears throat> this stuff because mm-hmm. they're trying to dance around what it really is mm-hmm. um i can't remember oh uh when i was listening to this other interview the lady who's this expert on it she was like yeah we're trying all these different words um, you know, a couple of things that you said, cultured, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yep. One of them, she goes in vitro. We're calling it in oh, vitro. Oh, like really? People <laughs> yeah. are going to eat that? Right. I'm getting in vitro meat? And that's Come exactly on. the people who are, the people that were interviewing, interviewing yeah. her, that's exactly what they said. And you're talking about mm-hmm. pretty far left-leaning interviewers. Oh, and they, they, they didn't like They that? were like, oh, oh, oh. Both yeah. of them were like, no, don't, don't go down that road. And Lay's like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the big one was cultivated yes that's the big one they're trying to use i could see Mm. that now i want to ask because to me words mean something yes language means something it's it's extremely important and when you try to twist language Mm -hmm. you need to be called on it and and people need to understand because you're just fooling people Mm -hmm. when you think of the word cultivate like i know what i think but what do you guys think if you hear the word cultivate what comes to mind? I'm thinking of cultivating the land. That's Boom. that's where I'm at. Hundred so, percent. Yeah. So you're like, like tilling the land. You're you're planting moving the it seed, around. You're you're watering yeah. it. Yeah. So I just looked <laughs> it up. to it. I just looked it up okay. on di- dictionary.com. Cultivate mm-hmm. to prepare and work on land in order to raise crops to till to use a cultivator on. Mm-hmm. There's literally a an implement that farmers pull mm-hmm. called a cultivator. Right. Right. Okay, so you're trying to tell me, Mr. Lab-grown meat, that you are cultivating this as if like so you're 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 twisting this word. You're trying to use the de- the part of the definition on this word that says to prepare and work on, mm-hmm. and you're trying to cover that up of what you're actually doing, right. and you're pulling an ag term yeah. into this. Mm-hmm. 
to try to make people feel better about but it. But it sounds so good. That's I mean, what I'm saying. This is what these people do. They should be they're, using it, actually, not. But like, yeah, ridiculous. they're totally twisting it. Yeah. I agree. They're actually attacking real farms too. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. They're coming under attack here, trying yeah. to uh, our ranchers anyway. Along with your war on words here, are using words. Mm-hmm. Um, so a reason why this conversation has been brought to the forefront. Like, it didn't just happen by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, the USDA just recently allowed for the sale of these meats in yeah. the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of these companies are owned by or are significantly backed by Bill Gates. Mm. And one Shocker. of them is called Eat Just, and the other one's Upside Foods out of San Francisco or in that area. Now, just think about – and the other, the third one's Believer Meats. Those are the big three here. Um, but just think about what that, that name right there – Eat just. Mm. And I think their parent company is good meat. Mm. So what is that saying? So right away, the meat yep. that I eat isn't good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not a just man because right. I eat my regular meat over here. But if I eat just, I got to eat just. Yeah. You know, now, now I'm a good guy. It's funny you're saying that because as I was sitting here thinking of all the things, I was thinking, are these governing bodies going to be okay with this or are they? And you're saying they are. Uh, yep. Last year, okay. Upside received clearance from the USDA to bring its products to market. Um, and yeah, I, it just well, so happens that Bill Gates is, you know, a well, main shareholder of yeah, the company. Well, big what? Big money, deal. Money. Yeah, you know. what, what I heard on, uh, I, I think it was dated in May or June. <clears throat> so we're a couple months out from there, but that the USDA or the FDA or it might have been FDA had approved it. Um, had approved these folks to to move forward with it, mm-hmm. uh, but what the expert that they were interviewing said was that, and and this lady is a hundred percent behind it, so she has no reason to exaggerate or lie about these particular numbers, mm-hmm. is that she thinks it's going to be about five to ten years before you see it in grocery stores. Hmm. So she may or may not be wrong on that, but that's something to think about for perspective. The other thing is is that she said it will uh, hit restaurants long before it hits grocery stores. Yes. So the restaurants will be allowed to prepare it and deal with it and whatever, I guess, because they don't have to jump through as many hoops as a grocery store has mm-hmm. to, to put it on the shelf. But she said there's a number of restaurants outside of the U.S. that it's being served in today. Mm-hmm. And then there's a few of them in the U.S. that are getting real close to doing oh, it. Oh, my gosh. And I think people are just going to – it's going to be this initial, ooh, I want to try it just because. Mm. And I really hope it fades. Well, I mean, they're just going to slide it in on you, you know, and that's and it's it's a five or ten year process, like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's why this story is now. But coming I mean, to, the to try it in a in a store, or I mean, in a restaurant, I think you know, people would be like, "Oh, and the, this, I'll try that." And that's the thing, like what you're saying, Andy, is you know they'll slide it in or whatever. This lady even said, again, she's a proponent for all this. She's she has 100 percent had it. She's tried all of it. She's done all the things. Mm-hmm. She's had, you know, gourmet meals made with it, so on and so forth. She said. When it's mixed in things, like it's a yeah. it's a chicken taco yeah. or it's some kind of chicken pasta or something mm-hmm. like that, she's like, you have no idea. She said it tastes awesome. It's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what you would expect. She said when it's by itself, yeah. that depending on the manufacturer, because each one is doing different things, mm-hmm. it's very realistic. But she said the flavor isn't quite there. Yeah. Like there's something about the flavor that's that's oh. that you're not oh. – that you don't – that she... you expect that you don't get. Yeah, these – Lab-grown cells lack a few thousand there different things something. going yeah. on there. Yeah. yeah. So did she say that was like what it's lacking? Like well, in taste and, yeah, and a little bit in texture, some, and something stuff. to do with the flavor. Okay. Primarily. Um, yeah. And that was the big knock. And and you're right. It's going to be chicken that comes out first. Mm-hmm. 
Why? I guess it's easier to make or it's ready to make. I don't don't know what the why chicken is going to be the first thing slid out here. Hmm. I mean, it's more acceptable. I don't know. If you think about it, it's kind of like not 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 really, but similarly as far as achieving the texture, like fake crab meat. Mm -hmm. You know, you see fake crab meat all the time. Right. It's not lab grown. It's it's vegetables and stuff that they're stringing together, but they're getting that texture mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. I think the I think a chicken texture might be a little easier to achieve. Well, and that's uh, when Upside Foods first rolled this out, um, and then all these taste testers and stuff, you know, writers came in, food critics. Um, their big knock was your nuggets just don't taste good. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. oh man, I love it and this and that, but yeah. So yeah, then you got to just throw it in chicken noodle soup or whatever. Yeah. you know, yeah. to make it. And and similarly to when we talked about you know these vegetable meats, these you know beyond mm-hmm. burgers and all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. they yeah. have to plow them with salt and other things. Yes, in order to yep. make them even taste like mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's um, and everybody agrees. You know, everybody, left, right, middle, you cannot have uh, an impossible burger. Should not be a staple of your daily diet. Yeah, like that is that is worse. That's way worse than eating the fattiest hamburger yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. You know, so and the, but they don't come out and say that. They let you still believe the old mm-hmm. adage, and mm-hmm. that's uh, it's healthier for you because it's green, it's peas, you know, chickpeas. Yeah, you know, right. You know, and that's. It'll be Once again, that's, a, that's another lie. It's just not. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they market it, right? All this when it comes out. I mean, yeah. again, like you're talking about the Impossible Burger. I mean, that really attracted people mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to it, however they did it. And well, the, so They wanted to just be called meat. They want to drop the culture. They mm-hmm. want to drop all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it really falls the other way where they can – then you're, you're, the public accepts it and really likes it, so then they can just squash old meat or meat. Yeah. <laughs> can we just call yeah. it meat? Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, the guess of the bottom line is that, it, I mean, it is muscle tissue. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're literally growing muscle yeah. tissue in a lab. So it is that, but there should Ugh. absolutely have to be a differentiator between yeah. was it naturally grown mm-hmm. or was it lab grown? I would think people should have the right to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Have they talked about that or like what they're going to say? I don't think they've gotten there that yet. Don't think okay. they've gotten there yet. At least they haven't So on the yeah. label, we don't really know. Um, yeah. And it's kind of being called an alternative protein. I'm an alternative protein advocate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, um, and they're saying once again that it's not different and it is. And do you want me to get in the weeds a little bit here? Yeah. Let's yeah. The difference here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a typical cell, a normal protein cell that you would grow in a petri dish Mm -hmm. and then have it um, divide and then grow, divide, grow, divide. It only does that a few dozen times and then it'll slow down and die or just regress, Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. That's why we all die. We don't live forever. Mm -hmm. In order for this to actually work, they use what's known as immortalized cells. Mm. These divide and grow and they never stop. Mm. They just keep dividing and growing. Which makes a lot of sense, and that would be conducive, it's kind of right? Freaky. <laughs> okay, and now here's where, and these these uh, immortalized cells, uh, scientists figured the, these things out or recognized them back in the 1950s, and it was through uh, Henrietta Lacks, a, a woman that had cervical cancer, and so they they extracted some of her cervical cancer cells, mm-hmm. got it under a microscope, and they noticed, oh my God, these cancer cells just keep dividing; they never stop. 
And believe it or not, they still have some of our cells, and they're still dividing today. Mm. Think about that. 70 years ago. Jeez. And, this, and so, <laughs> so then that's the big scare. This is what they really don't want you to know about, and that's these immortalized cells that they're using because people are just jumping off saying, oh, my God, you guys are feeding us cancer. Mm. Like, whoa, whoa, no, no, no. Let me read you what they're telling you here. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't want to misquote this. Uh, prominent cancer researchers say that because the cells aren't human, it's essentially impossible for people who eat them to get cancer from them. These cells are just precancerous. Okay, they're just precancerous. Okay. If a cell immortalizes, that just implies that it's already completed one of the prerequisites of becoming a cancer cell. So you're all fine. It's totally you guys, you guys, it's okay, all right? It's, <laughs> okay. It's just like a, it's a precancer cell. I feel it's not, so safe now. It's not a cancer cell. It's a precancer. Oh, okay. Okay. You guys, you guys are just, you guys are worried about something here. Um, and I don't know if they're, you, you know, come on, it's precancerous, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Humans can't be trusted with this shit. No. You know what? What, the first thing that comes to my mind is I just saw a video of, <laughs> that has been debunked of, of, uh, Anthony Fauci mm-hmm. saying, well, that's how it went from a bat to a human. And that totally goes along with how it goes from an animal to a human. I'm like, okay, so when that's your narrative, it just freely goes from yeah, animals to yeah, people. But yeah. now, right, yeah, when, it's we not don't, when we say it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't. And by the way, in this article that um, I referenced, uh, a lot of the scientists that were pro this um, just denied to make comment. And he also had a few that said, we are vehemently against it. We do not know if this is safe. That's kind of weird because that kind of sounds like the exact same thing that happened with mRNA vaccines. Mm. 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 I mean, they are trying to kill off the population. Oh, wait. Should I not (laughs) say that? It's it's so crazy. Like I said, humans cannot be trusted with this shit. So at what point do people think, and I don't know if this has crossed your your guys' mind or not, but are these people just playing God? Trying. I just think it's the next thing that um, the the Bill Gates of the world can make money on. Mm-hmm. I mean, but but if you think about it, like the things that they're doing, the the w- what they're seeing, the growth of a of a of a of a animal cell mm-hmm. in a petri dish that wouldn't have happened otherwise, except for their intervention, for the things that they're doing, for the stuff they're plowing it with, and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff, and they're making living parts you know whether it's muscles or it's organs or whatever the things they're doing yeah this is not this is not a task that humans are supposed to do i mean it's definitely i've, I've thought of it this way it's so <laughs> it's so far out there and we already have a cow right here we've been raising right. cattle we've domesticated right. cattle yeah. and stock animals thousands of years ago and it's way more efficient way more cheaper mm-hmm. uh Everything across the board, mm-hmm. and and here we are doing this. So maybe there is a god complex going there. I mean, I mean, I would if, have to think Bill Gates's ego is the size of Tim Duncan. Yeah, right. Like has to be. And what does this do to the the farmers? I mean, I think that's so scary too. To oh yeah, if well, you in think the, in of the, bring that level in here. Yeah, in the long run, I mean, if you look at the the potential of this, mm-hmm. which I don't know, I think there's I think there's going to be so many people that are not going to be down with this that it's probably never going to get big legs. But let's say it did, and it got forced, and all these kinds mm-hmm. of things. I mean, if they can sit there and pump out, uh, you know, a ribeye or a New York strip or a chicken breast or a fish fillet or whatever from these 3D printed machines in Mm -hmm. a couple of minutes, and that gets mass produced, 
Mm-hmm. Like there's a pretty good chance that that, you know, you could see a world where that kind of takes over the protein supply. Mm-hmm. But again, I think I think so many of us, at least in the U.S., and I got to believe there's a lot of other countries that feel the same way that just won't be down with that. But, you know, I mean, what, who, yeah. who knows? So when I first saw that viral video uh, from Israel, mm-hmm. um, my first thought was good for Israel because they're so small. They don't have all this pasture ground. They can't. They, if they want beef on the level that we have beef, they're they are uh, reliant on outside sources. Mm. And I've always kind of whatever you say, what you want about Israel, but that's a little country that that's the little engine that could, and somehow they're still around. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I saw that, I thought, well, this is a great way for them to become uh, independent, more food independent mm-hmm. nation. So mm-hmm. I thought, good for those guys. But right within that video, they're like, this is the future of McDonald's. I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah. Okay, they got yeah. bigger plans. That, that, yeah. that, this isn't just to help feed their population. They're going somewhere else with this. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that was just me trying to keep an open mind. And I, right. I do believe that maybe for some, it would maybe make more sense for a country like that to maybe buy into this a little bit mm-hmm. more. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, than here. But they were showing fish too. So, like, mm-hmm. I guess that would be kind of the comparison for us. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not that close to water, but I still don't want that fake fish. Mm-mm. No. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And, and maybe I could get behind that more because I feel like we're overfishing the oceans. Like, I, I want to stay open to mm-hmm. innovation. I don't want to be get mm-hmm. off my lawn guy. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. I want to see the other side and hear it out but there's just too much evidence currently like what are we what are we trying to do here yeah and the way that i see it laid out and how they're rolling it out and who's involved the bill gates of the world this is just like uh the green energy deal when we threw up all these uh wind farms that don't produce energy you know it's just a total tax write-off it's a total investment for politicians their cronies Richmond, north of Richmond, mm-hmm. and they're just pushing it on us. And then you are going to eat this, whatever. It's not cancerous. It's not cancerous meat. It's yeah. precancerous. Yeah, you know. So part, I think, part of the problem, and I don't know that this is something that I think we're almost too far gone that we could ever fix. But when it comes to food and it comes to the food supply, in my opinion, one of the biggest issues that this country has is the desire for everything all the time. No matter what it is. Yeah. So when you talk about fish, you know, we're landlocked. We're in the middle of the country. We can't go down the road and grab a salmon or whatever it is. I mean, from from a from a body of water. Right. It doesn't yeah. exist. But if us and 200 other families tonight in this town want it, then we'll go find it at a grocery store somewhere. Well, we can get it. Right. Mm-hmm. So the problem is, is that people don't, people don't eat within their own region. Mm-hmm. So I think <laughs> right. I think that people, yeah. I think folks need to go back to that. I think that's part of the health issue, and it's definitely part mm-hmm. of these issues that we're running into. Mm-hmm. If you would eat the stuff that is locally grown and raised in your region. And in, in your season. during Yeah, during the times of year when it is grown, mm-hmm. I think that fixes a whole lot. Like there wouldn't be yeah. that need for all of this kind of stuff. So like you mean when apples aren't growing on the trees, then sorry, you're not eating them it's for not, the it's six not an months. Apple. It's not an apple time of year. Okay. You know, like yeah. eat, you eat the apples when they're growing. No, you go down to a grandma's cellar and you get the canned apples. Yeah. Well, Come on. you start canning. But, but see that that works because, <laughs> and that's an efficiency thing because in within your own space, 
all of this stuff that you're growing and raising and producing, mm-hmm. if you have a way to preserve it, then you can eat it the rest of the year. Yeah. yeah. But that's different than eating the stuff that came from Brazil because it's warm there right now and it's cold here. Mm-hmm. And it's been through this whole trail, you know, or, or from, from some greenhouse somewhere mm-hmm. that hasn't been grown with the nutrients and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. I just think people have a real problem with not sticking with what they have around locally. I, you're 100% right. We want it all and we want it right now. Yeah. And I, it's just been expedited by DoorDash, Uber Eats, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Yes. We're told that, uh, oh, what's her name? The the blimp lady, uh, Lizzo. Um, I mean, she was on a commercial. <laughs> oh, she was I thought on you were a, talking about she was on a commercial. blimpies, like the sandwich. <laughs> Sorry. No, she didn't order blimpies, she, but she ordered something. She's a, she was on a commercial for Uber Eats, I believe, and she's just sitting there ordering all these fancy foods and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know, and, you know, no regard. Nothing. That's fine. Yeah, like it's good. Get, Body get whatever positive. you want, anytime you want mm-hmm. it. Like just shove I, it down. Yeah, there I you think go. we are t- like to your point though. I think we are too far gone to go back on that. Mm. But people um, have to bring back some old people, school think, ways. Yeah, it's just something that people have to think about. Like Maybe, when you're yeah. making your choices. Like I'm as guilty as anybody. I freaking love seafood. Mm-hmm. I would eat it all the time. Mm-hmm. But it needs to be a uh, yeah, like a treat. Right. You know. Like maybe you have it uh, once a month or something like that. Right. No. You, you have a special meal. I get that totally. I have a ton of family out in Maryland. Love blue crabs. Mm-hmm. And when we go out there, it's a boil, you know, and we mm-hmm. roll out the, mm-hmm. the paper and all that stuff. And But it, it means more that I only get it once a year, exactly. yeah. once every couple of years when we get yeah. out there, whatever, yeah. you, you know. But that takes self-discipline. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of a tangent on that whole topic, but I th- I think that's part of the reason why things like this are starting to come into existence because mm-hmm. it is, you know, you, you talked about, uh, you know, those folks in these small countries having these things. So now they can have meat when they, you know, they didn't have as much of it before. Yeah. Well, there, there, you know, there probably is a lot of things there that they can have that are natural, you know, that work. Oh, sure. You know. Surrounded by an ocean. Yeah. You know. Right. Can I throw one more uh, big contradiction that... I feel mm-hmm. that this movement's going to have a really tough time getting over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to Especially hear it. when the word gets out. So the proponents of this, you know, are saying this is going to be guilt-free meat, no more slaughterhouses. Mm-hmm. We aren't going to have to use animals here. Once again, that's a lie. It's a huge, huge lie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say you've already you you get around the problem where you don't need cows anymore cuz you've You've immortalized all these cells, right? Yeah. So they're just continuing to grow, continuing to grow. Um, so you don't need cows anymore. That's fine, which I think there's maybe some evidence that you still need to get new cells every so often. But beyond that, you gave a really good breakdown of how that's grown in a Petri dish, mm-hmm. right? And to dive into that, you need to feed it nutrients that include amino acids, growth hormones, and FBS, fetal bovine serum. And that's the most important part of this is this fetal bovine serum serum, to promote the growth and the splitting of all these cells. We get fetal bovine serum from the dying fetuses of cows that are from the slaughterhouse. Oh, That is where the most important part of all of this comes from is FBS. So they do need need a cow. Not only a cow, you need the cow's dying fetus. Yeah. And you extract the blood from that fetus. That is what FBS is. 
That's oh. ridiculous. And that's how this has grown. That mm. is that is like the the nitrogen, if you will, to a cornfield. You know, if you're yeah, right. You know, so like again, it's, again, like it's what, unbelievable. What are these people doing? They're they're trying to play God. They're taking the the natural processes that happen mm-hmm. within a living being, and they're trying to put it in a lab. Mm-hmm. So it takes fifty liters of FBS to produce one burger. Fifty liters. Fifty liters. What? One no. cow. Now one cow produces one hundred and fifty to. 550, depending on how old the uh-huh. cow is, age, all the health of it, 550 is the max that one cow could produce milliliters of this serum. It And it takes uh, how many liters? 50, 50 liters. And for those that maybe, you know, relax a little bit on the conversion rate there, mm-hmm. a thousand milliliters make one liter. Okay, so that means it takes anywhere from 90 to 330 cows to make one burger. Jesus. One of these burgers to get enough of this serum. Ninety to three hundred and thirty cows. What? Now ten liters. So cows of, aren't going away anywhere. And it's also pretty expensive. This FBS costs about seven thousand dollars per liter for ten liters of it. Come on. And it takes on. fifty liters to make one burger. It doesn't even make any damn sense. <laughs> So you want to talk about cost uh, effective? If that's if if those things that you said right there are even are like you, are you questioning 20, Andy? Twenty five percent true. It still doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense anyway. But I yeah. had to do some digging to find this. Yeah. I bet. And because, because all the little short videos and even the ten minute, twelve, thirty minute videos on uh, mm-hmm. YouTube and all they this, didn't talk about that. Most of them just skip over that. They say nutrients, amino acids, and other liquids to grow. But did they talk about that at all in your no, podcast? Uh, no, that would just no. The one would... I the one I listened to was very high level. What so, in the world? I, I I believe this to be very true. Fetal bovine serum. Mm-hmm. It's the main proponent needed to grow to nourish these cells. So, do you think those vegetarians out there are going to say that they can eat this? No, there's no way that falls <laughs> under a vegetarian. No, N- not at because all. Because that's still meat. And okay, that's, that's but I'm just saying, yeah, if we're going to call it fake meat, like it's a li- that's a living or, or like a yeah, I mean, basically a living in one way or another piece of animal. I I agree. I'm just wondering. The cells are derived from a living cow, yeah. a cow, a yeah. real cow. Yeah. And then it's actually growing off of a pre-born cow. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's 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 consuming liquid from the fetus. So it's basically goes back to also what we've talked about is probably convenience for some people. I don't know. I don't know that this is even convenience. This is more like, than that. It, this is like a uh I don't know. It's just like a like just a stance people want to take. This is the next. I swear to. I I really view this as the next big windfall cash, the next investment that can just be crammed down our throats. Yeah. Yeah. I I, re, I really look at it as a, the I, and it's they even use the clean energy billing when they're promoting this, saying that, um, that cows pollute the world. This mm-hmm. is less emissions and this and that. And that's all untrue too. Yeah. Right. And, and such a lie. And that is the way it's being marketed. So like kind of back to what you're saying with. Like, why would people want this? Because they're thinking, like, oh, I'm saving the earth, mm-hmm. and animals not getting hurt if I do not this. Slaughtered, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm doing better for the whole world by mm-hmm. eating this as but, opposed to eating. But then, once you start hearing yeah. the stuff we're talking about right now, mm-hmm. then you realize, well, no, because again, if you go back to that math that you did, like, if I again, if I even got this math halfway close, the amount of death. It would take 
yep. <laughs> to create one burger. <laughs> yeah, makes no sense. Like, yeah. like, ba- like basically, you know, if, if you took a, a, a whole uh, animal, a whole cattle, a, mm-hmm. a whole cow, a whole animal, mm-hmm. uh, and you ground it up and you made a bunch of ground beef, you could get like, I don't know, 300 oh, yeah. burgers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But based on what you said there, you, you need to kill like... 90 to 300. Uh, no, like a couple of them to get one burger beca- because you need this... Grow, you need the this, FBS. Yeah. You need the fetal... I mean, it doesn't... Yeah. Like, this shit doesn't even... It's, it's mind-boggling. Yeah. Fetal bovine serum. So what will end up happening, I got to believe, because that makes zero sense in, in terms of making something scalable, mm-hmm. is that it, they're going to start making it... Uh, they're going to grow that shit. Well, they're going to they're going to make it. It's going to be synthetic. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're exactly right. And absolutely. There's, there's, al- there's already synthetic serums hitting the market, yeah. okay. but they're more expensive than this stuff. Yeah. So for, for now, but it, yeah. that's what they'll end up doing. But then, mm-hmm. but then, what you got to realize is, okay, so when you're eating the natural beef, you know, you're getting all these natural things. Now, when you're eating this lab grown, now here's just one of the many synthetic things that are going to be mm-hmm. put in it, mm-hmm. and. It's an extremely important part. So it's a huge synthetic piece that's being pumped into this. Mm-hmm. People just don't, again, this is why these people can't play with these things. People don't, uh, you can't understand how all of this, w- what effect this is going to have Yeah. on, right. on human health. Well, I just think of that. Uh, so now you're adding a synthetic serum to help these precancerous cells split. Mm-hmm. And then... Without any, like, 10 years of testing or whatever, you're just shoving it out on the market because we got the grant money now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No thanks. Do you you think the big wig companies, I know the chicken ones are, you know, from China or whatever. Do you think that same company will, is working for, like, trying to build these machines too so they're not competing? Oh, it's an arms race right now. Okay. Like, you mentioned, what, over 100 startups in america alone yeah and that was like as of two or three months ago i'm just wondering let's say i don't want to but let's say tyson chicken let's say obviously they have chicken Mm -hmm. are they trying to then do this also so they're dipping into bowls you can guarantee they got their eyes okay that's what i'm talking about so then they're not like going to lose business over here i think because of this I think I read an article where Cargill was one of the first ones to jump on it. As soon as it got clearance from the USDA, they're like, there we go. Yeah. We're on it. Okay. Yeah. So. And those big dogs, I mean, they're going to want to own these processes and stuff. Yeah. Because it's, it's, a, it's a threat to them, like you said Absolutely. earlier. I mean, it's a threat to mm-hmm. their traditional way. Yeah. So they need, to, they need to stay on top. Could you also look at it like this? Like we eat random food, like right or we eat processed stuff all the time, right? Like, okay, let's say Cheez-Its. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what's in that. So could the argument be, well, eh, you don't really know what this is on the label, but it's still so good and people eat it. Right. It's going to be the same thing over here. You can look the other way, just like we have for years with spam. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of the running joke with spam. Like, okay. Oh, what's in there? I don't know. It's good though. Fry it. Don't, uh, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, no big deal. Like, is that, <laughs> that may be the other point that they're trying to get to people that they're like, eh. When, when I think you're exactly right. And Time Magazine actually had a cover that kind of, uh, of their magazine. Uh, mm-hmm. and it was, it was when the mask mandates were all starting to get ramped up. Okay. Um, and it had all the different questions of what people were asking about masks and, and the, and vaccines and, COVID. um, and the title on that picture, it had a bunch of thought bubbles and it said, don't think about it. 
Oh, <laughs> so they don't even want you. Ooh. Yeah, it yeah. tastes good. Just, Just eat it. it. Just do it. Don't think about of it. Of course. On Time Magazine. I mean, if that's not a red flag to everybody, that the powers of beer are just telling you, just get the shot. Right? Just, just eat like, the freaking beef. Reminds me eat of it. everything that goes against, like, dare and great. Like, don't mm. do it. You know what I mean? Make sure you know. And then they're like, yeah. just do it. Just do it. Yep, don't think about don't it. Don't think about it. Yep, just take that hit. It's crazy, man. And that, Eat that food. Like, that word, <laughs> immortalized cells. That is like so, dude. Like, well, or what was the about, other one you used? Embryo. Oh, uh, they, well, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're making this meat in vitro. Yeah, in vitro. In vitro meat. Sorry, <laughs> I mean, come on. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, if they're literally saying, like, oh, we're working with immortalized cells, like we're we're fostering immortalized cells, mm-hmm. like that's that's madness, dude. That's think about uh, all those scary videos you watched in science class growing up where the cells were just splitting and they just overtook the scene. Yeah. You know, yeah. the whole and of course you think about it, that's cancer. Mm-hmm. It spreads and it kills. It devours. It consumes everything. That's what cancer is. And now we're turning around saying, eat it. I honestly right. don't even eat think it, I would ben. try this. Come I mean on. I'm 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 it's precancerous. Exactly, I, I'm, but I'm, anything I'm, I'm that's going that. to I don't want to get attacked for that. I know, but <laughs> I just feel like this is psycho. This it's is absolutely crazy. I, I don't like it at all. We've been seeing clips and stuff for a while now, mm-hmm. throwing them back and forth on text, and this has just gotten to a whole nother level. We had to talk about it. I yeah. mean, people We're, have to know that this is going on. We're so far from being ready for this. And I mean, some of the stuff that you dug up, Andy, I, you know, I had mm-hmm. never heard. Obviously, it sounds unbelievable. Um, and the more that I sit down and dig into it, it, it makes it even more unbelievable for myself. I, I just not there, not there. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like, what if it was sitting right here on the table? That wouldn't be so unappetizing to me. Like, I don't. I think I would want to throw up. It's just so strange. So 3.4 million years ago, archaeologists found a bone that they dated to that. Okay. And it had like cutting cutting marks on it. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, and that was, you know, ancestor hominids too, you know, homo sapiens. So as far as back as our existence, we have been hunting and eating meat. Yeah. And a lot of the theories run and we've talked about before where that had a lot to do with us evolving to where we are now. Eating that protein-rich meat allowed us to free up the energy that it would have taken. And Christina Elder talked about this. Yes. We're not made to devour a lot of these plants. Our stomachs aren't really cut out for that. So that energy, rather than being wasted on trying to eat a plant that we shouldn't be eating because it's poisonous to our body, Mm -hmm. it allowed that meat to grow our brains. uh, And our bodies grew up and our muscles got bigger. All these things that turned us into what we are today, now they're trying to say, no, 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 no. You want to eat more plants. You want a plant-based diet mm-hmm. or at least eat some fake meat here that's been, you know, <laughs> bastardized into what this is, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, it's worked for three and a half million years. Let's just stick with it. Yeah. Just let me have my hamburger. Right. Okay, let me have my steak. I, right? I yeah. really hope that Bill Gates doesn't listen to our podcast. I hope he does. I hope he if, does, If he does, too. we're done. Like oh, he's, that's he's true. shutting this yeah. thing down. Yeah, our distribution would be there. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> Well, it's not like we're getting sponsored hey. by him or anything. Well, Elon, we, we do love Tesla. <laughs> hey. we got to no, get someone on our side. Starlink is the best ever. Hey. We're well, on we're, Starlink, And we're not right? lying yeah. about yeah. that. That we thing are. is bomb. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, to kind of take this in another direction, we, we've 
always talked about, um, you know, fresh meats and local meats and a lot of folks that we work with, and there's a lot of really good options out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and some folks listening maybe have not explored those yet. So we're going to talk about two of them, and we've had both these guys on the podcast. First of all, uh, Upstream Farms. Yes. Good so, guys. Good yep, guys. We work directly with these guys, a couple of brothers out here in Albion, Nebraska, um, raising beef. They're fourth or fifth generation. Uh, their meat is second to none. Mm-hmm. Black Angus, um, we've been buying whole animals from them for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. You can't beat it. No. It's well, killer. In in its category, it is killer. And I would invite people to check out their website. It's That's well right. down to their yep. social media page. Because, yeah, they're what fourth generation, third generation yeah. rancher farmers. But they had to change up a lot of things to they make did. it work, to move forward. They couldn't just do it like their dad did it or their grandpa yep. did it. So yep. I find that very interesting. And I love having people like that on the pod. So these guys, uh, it's it's upstreamfarms.com. They're raising their own cattle mm-hmm. um, from the genetics that they have built into their herd. They're raising their own grains. You know, they have their own pasture grasses, all these kinds of things that all these all mm-hmm. this cattle is, is consuming. Wait a second. That sounds like something that you could just keep doing. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of like this uh, mm. regenerative mm. agriculture yeah. practice. Oh, wow. Okay. Seems to work when people do it, right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's an awesome option. Check that out. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. There's no way around it. Um, you can order a couple of steaks from them. You order a couple of burgers from them. You can buy a, a quarter, a half, a whole, whatever. Check those dudes out, upstreamfarms.com. Secondly, we've had on the podcast Certified Piedmontese, and they're local as well. They're out of Lincoln, down the road. Yep. This is a, ne- I'm, I'm going to call it like a next level beef because it's a completely different breed. Mm-hmm. It's the Piedmontese breed out of Italy that they have adapted to Nebraska farm ground, which is some of the best in the country as far as our, mm-hmm. our prairies and our grains and all these kinds of things. Um, they're moving heavily towards full-on grass-fed. That's most of what they provide. And non-GMO. Yeah. Yep. Um, they do, I think they do still have a little bit that's grain-finished, but they're mm-hmm. they're kind of going down that road. Um, it's premium, premium beef. It's different is the thing. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I'm willing to talk about them and talk about Upstream in the same conversation because it is different stuff. Mm-hmm. Both phenomenal. Yeah. But two totally different animals, <clears throat> two operations that are doing it responsibly and raising stuff that I promise you, you will not be uh, disappointed with eating. And with mm-hmm. uh, Certified Piedmontese, um, number one, the web, the website is cpbeef.com. That's where you can do all the ordering from. Um, and they have offered a discount code to uh, to our listeners. And that code uh, comes off of our, our uh, merchandise brand, so Farm mm-hmm. Focused. So it's Farm Focused 25. So F-A-R-M-F-O-C-U-S-E-D. 25 that's going to get you 25% off your Whoa, order on the website. Oh, really? Yep. I used that once. I'm going to have to use it. Can I use it again? You can use it as many times as you want, buddy. <laughs> All right. You can use it. 25 And, okay. and there's no secret that with something like what they are raising, it's a premium oh, cut yeah. of beef. Mm-hmm. Well, think it's going to have premium pricing, yeah. and this discount will help you a lot with that. And I think you should try it because mm-hmm. we have, and it's, it's great. It is. It's, it's really good stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was the uh, official beef of uh, high school athletics on news channel, Nebraska. So I got to yeah. run around to those guys a little bit more, but just think about it um, from a 30,000 feet. 
This is a breed of cattle from Italy. Rocky, high elevations, not the best grass grounds. Of course, they're thriving mm-hmm. on Nebraska's grasslands. Oh God! You know what I mean? Right. Like, they're just right. bulking yeah. up. It just kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know? If you look, if you get a chance to look up a picture of a uh, a Pied- Piedmontese, <laughs> yeah, but, but what's the name of the cow? Like, what kind of breed is it's it? It's Piedmontese. Yeah, Piedmontese. It's literally called yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Okay, because so I if, looked one up before, and it just looks like they've been working out. Yeah, if you look this thing up. <laughs> like, right? Like, I, you compare a normal cow. One thing I can tell you for cow. sure is that they aren't growing any of these in a lab. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Those are coming from the rolling grasslands, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the sand hills of Nebraska. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I was confused. Okay. So I think that's what we got. I think lastly, uh, encourage folks to go on and do the reviews. Yes. <clears throat> we yeah. definitely need to get some more of those. So on the Apple um, podcast app, get on there mm-hmm. and say a little something about what you think about the shows. Yeah, that um, we can get on another top 50 list. Top yeah, 40. Yeah. Get us. Oh, 40? Do the review. Okay. Um, do the five stars let us know what what else you want to hear Uh, we're always looking for new topics same with Spotify go on there do the five star that helps us out a lot so we need folks to get on there and I'm going to list it I'll I'll put it on there Um, but I do want to you know encourage people to read that article by Joe Fassler of the financial review Um, lab grown meat has bigger problems than the lab Mm -hmm. you know because as far as being right-leaning, left-leaning type of article, this is just talking financials. So yeah. I felt like it was the best for me when I read all these different things. This guy was just trying to tote of line of dollars and cents. Does this make sense? Very interesting. I would encourage all of everyone that's listened up to this point, look it up, yeah. give it a read. Yeah. For sure. Well, Sounds cool. like to me it doesn't make sense, but we'll just let everybody decide. We'll stick with our uh, yeah. our farm-raised beef, our ranch-raised beef. Yep. That's my beef, and I'm sticking to it. And our chicken, and our <laughs> yeah. and our fish, and That might be pork. a new T-shirt. Yep. And all the things. Yep. I'll, so. I'll take walleye out of Beaver Lake here. That that, right. that works for me. Yeah. I'll just stick with that. Yep. Sounds good. All, all right, right cool. boys. Anything else? Nope. You got it. Peace. All right, we're going to close it out. Later.